Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Is everyone still okay? We're well into the summer holidays. Even if you've got little ones, you have this all the time, who are preschool. Uh, For some of us, it's quite a shock. There's just eight weeks of the year or six weeks of the year when everything really seems quite intense. Really intense. (laughs) How are you? Oh, I'm all right. You're going to tell me off because we've talked about this before. But yeah, I'm having a bit of a week of it. I've just said yes to too many things. And I've mm-hmm. been feeling really poorly. I burnt myself out on Sunday. I couldn't even hardly walk. I just lay on the sofa all day. And um, and then last night I thought, no, enough's enough. I had to get on the old email and just say to a couple of people, I can't do that. I, I can't come in twice that day. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that interview from home on Zoom. I just can't do it. I had to put my foot down. But it's not their fault. It's mine, Jen, because I just keep saying yes. And when will I learn? I'm not 25 and single anymore. <laughs> I'm married with kids and I've got a house and I have to balance it all. So I've got to start saying no. <laughs> yeah, prioritise and the other people can wait. That's all I'm going to say. Because mm. otherwise you just do a lot, but you don't do any of it properly. So think of it that way. We are working with Kuka over the whole series and showing you the difference a Kuka tap can make to your home life. Later in the show, we'll be talking all about how having a Kuka tap in the home can help us stop wasting as much electricity and helping mums be more energy efficient. For more information, visit kuka.co.uk, spelt Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. There's nothing worse, is there, than just feeling poorly. Like, it really does happen, doesn't it? You know, where you're just so burnt out it actually frightens me when I feel like that I think it's your adrenals because that's survival that kicks in and you you run off your adrenals so then you have this massive drop once everything stops and then you're sort of immobilized for a couple of days so it's just not worth it no and the adrenaline drops awful do you get that when you've done your live stuff in front of people the next day do you feel like that Mm. Yeah, I'm absolutely terrible. And everyone's said, oh, you're always on the go and you're always so full of energy. Actually, I'm not. Uh, I have to, if I'm not doing what I've got to do for work, I'm on the sofa, to be honest. Um, yeah, and I do keep saying to people, I do have a lie down in the afternoon if I've got a day off. But I think with, uh, it depends what kind of job you do. But most people, including myself, you know, you're you're interacting a lot, uh, you know, and I think you're giving out a lot of energy um and while you're doing that you're thinking about your 50,000 other things that you've got to do when you get home or you know family issues or you know other sort I mean social media that's another job in itself um so depending on the nature of your job I think you can be doing one but thinking about a thousand other ones um so that in itself just drains you and the minute you stop that's it and literally I think your legs ache you can't move 
Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. So I've been doing like mm. live OBs and we stand for them. They're like four or five hour shows um, at an event yeah. where you're standing all the time and talking to people constantly. And I love them. And I, they're one of my favorite things to do. Afterwards, the next day, I feel dead. Like, and yeah. I think, what's wrong with my legs? Why can't I go to the gym? It's my age. It must be my age. And it's so annoying. I think it does have something to do with it. I was talking to another good friend of mine, Kate Thornton. We've had her on the show. And she just says, Jenny, you know, we're older, you know, and uh, just tired, tired. Um, but, you know, on, on the positive side, it does mean you've really got to make sure that when you do have those moments, you look after yourself and you you hang on to those things that, you know, make yourself feel better. And it might just be, I mean, you were saying you were on the sofa. I just lay on the floor one day, it's been like five <laughs> days. It'd been five days of just nonstop and I got back home and uh, unfortunately it was the one day when I saw family, like my sister I haven't seen for a year and uh, that was the one day she came and I was just on the floor, I just lay on the floor. I couldn't even get on the sofa, so I just lay there. I said, I'm really sorry, you picked the wrong day out of 365 days. <laughs> Tough. Yeah, so she won't be back. <laughs> they reckon you should put your legs up the wall don't they you know like we do in yoga when you feel like that and apparently that's meant to be really good i'll have to yeah do as that opposed to more. climbing the wall yeah don't climb yeah. the wall put your legs up on the wall no it is it's true you should have that kind of aversion really inversion yeah. not aversion or aversion um yeah you should have an inversion of some kind and it really does help so um you know it's uh it's one of those times where they call it the summer holidays yeah, right. <laughs> yes. I get the summer bit, not the holiday bit. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that's a good rant. It is. Tell me what's been going on in your life. We've got Reggie the hamster and a new member oh, yeah. of the Powell household. Actually, she I'll just won. check she now, won. Kelly. Yeah, she did. She won. It was 78% to... Uh, I, I may have voted 22. on that, but I, I didn't tell you what I said. <laughs> what I voted. No, it's... Talk to me. No, do you, what, do you know what? Reggie's all Team right. Polly. Reggie's all right. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. He's so cute. He is. And I've done a poll. Was it the right decision to get hamster? So this is like five days later. 60, 60% of people at the moment have said yes, 40, no. But I have to say, I'm a little bit in love. Um, oh. He's got one red eye and one black eye. And Pollyanna's <laughs> made a little... A little sort of pen for him, so he gets a bit of exercise. But of course, they are nocturnal for everybody oh, who's thinking about it. Just so like kids. It's sort of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's the evenings where it all kicks off. But what's happened now, we seem to have this sleepover thing. So like today, she's got three friends sleeping over because what they do is, because she's got a nocturnal hamster, it gives them a reason to stay up all night. So that seems, this is the third sleepover this week. Oh, they're a nightmare. Ava's going for one tonight, but it's at someone else's house, so I'm happy. <laughs> if it's not here, I'm like, yes. Well, I am counting up the, the you know, I've got, I've owed quite a few nights by now. You know, that's three kids, three nights. That's, that's, that's nine nights of, uh, you know, other people doing a sleepover. But I'm still waiting, mums, I'm still waiting. But fortunately, I, I don't mind having a house full, Um in a lot of ways uh yeah but again it depends on the age you know when you get to sort of 13 year olds they they don't want you around really they just want to be with each other so um yeah I, I did have a bit of a rant though because it's all this like oh can we have a takeaway can we have a takeaway I said I can't do any more takeaways it's ridiculous you know cost a fortune um so yeah I've had to raid that in a bit but um otherwise yeah as long as I don't eat the hamster only joking everyone this is just a joke <laughs> 
It's too small, to be honest. Oh, oh no. I think they do. Let's not talk about that, actually. Let's not even. Um, Earlier, we were messaging and we mentioned like the summer holidays and those lovely memories you were saying to me, those things you bring back. And you sparked loads of thought in my head when when you said that on your message. I started thinking about my uh, first love at school and how we used to cycle everywhere in the summer holidays. And we used to go to this river and just sit there. And it was great. (laughs) You know, when you think about those simple times. Yeah, and you used to get butterflies in your tummy because you're like, oh, I'm going for a bike ride. I might see that boy I really like. You know, all those things. Oh, yeah, and then sit there and have a kiss. Yeah, a little kiss, a little peck on the cheek. Obviously, just a peck on the cheek. Or you used to, uh, I had a similar thing, Kelly. I think I was uh, Pollyanna's age, and there was a boy called Andrew Watson. And he lived down <gasps> Wards Road in Newbury Park in Essex. And I used to literally just walk up and down that road, up and down Wards Road, just in case Andrew Watson came out of his front door. I love that. I know. He never did. Did he not? Oh, well, well. And now they see you on TV and that. And it's like, oh, my God. Where was I? What was I thinking? (laughs) Yeah, I've not heard from him yet. But they are the the best. Even, I mean, it it sounds like um, something out of Enid Blyton, but even uh, I remember going down to the park and you'd spend hours down at the local park and the little stream and I used to catch sticklebacks. Yeah. They were called sticklebacks and they were little fish that were always in the rivers everywhere. They're probably all extinct now because we've just polluted everywhere. But you used to have a fishing net, go to try and catch sticklebacks. You'd sit in the stream uh, to cool off, um... Summers were longer and hotter. I'm not saying that they're not at the moment, but, you know, in general. Um, And you were kind of left to your own devices. And the thing that gets me is, right, you didn't have a phone. So, you know, mum would go to work and, uh, you know, she, she she didn't really know what I was up to. Whereas now it's like, right. You've got your phone. I'm going to message you, or I'll ring you if you're not back in time, or you know, you you've you can track all the kids, can't you, to see where they are? But there was none of that. None of that. No, it was so different. Mum would walk out the door. Yeah. And she'd say, right, okay, have you got a bit of pocket money? Good, right, I'll be back at four as usual because she used to work till four uh, just to be home a bit earlier. But that was it. So the stuff I used to get up to, well, ha. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's as simple things. There really is. It is great memories as well. Like, you know, I like going back to all of that time and thinking about it. Um, because I think at the time, obviously, you don't really realise, do you? So, you know, they're just really lovely memories to hold on to, I think. And mm. and I don't know, there's something really lovely about it. My first love, um, and I can say his name, but he, I, he's still around. Obviously, now I've moved back home. He is around here. Um huh. But um, I do see him sometimes, I bump into him, and he did write me a love letter a few years ago that was read out on the radio (laughs) for Valentine's, which was really sweet. Um, But he said to the producers at the time, please don't tell my wife because she'll go mad. So I never got to, like, thank him properly. But his name was Liam Faulkner. But we used to have such fun, like all of us, there'd be a group of us, and riding around on our bikes, we'd go for miles. And I was thinking about this on Monday, I don't remember ever thinking anything about being out with everybody and not having my parents or my nana and granddad around or whatever. 
because mm. they just worked and everyone just got on with it. And nowadays mm. we use this word mum guilt and mum juggle. And back then it wasn't real. Those We didn't talk no. about that stuff. And your mum or my nan, bless her, she didn't apologise for going to work like we no. do. I had a hellish morning on Monday leaving the kids. They were awful to me. You know, they were screaming and crying and it was terrible. And it, I spent the whole mm. day feeling really bad. And you know what? Those little buggers were fine. And I mm. think, God, Adam and I, my brother and I, we were never like that. It just didn't exist. You just went yeah. out the door and off you went. Got on yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, it's a completely different mindset. And, you know, first of all, I think the kids feed off you. They they can sniff guilt. And once mm. they've sniffed a bit of guilt, they will play on it to their advantage. Um, you know, but... Back then, it wasn't, you know, it was all about, well, I'm going to work, you're on holiday, you can occupy yourself, it's, you know, and and also, my mum would always say, I don't want to hear the word bored, you can never be bored, there's no such thing as being bored, you know, Um, and she was right, and I thought, okay, all right, then I've got to occupy myself and I can't be bored. Um, I think a lot of it was based outside, Um, it just seemed to me like I was outdoors a lot more, Um, and you know, there were a few adventures on the way. I do remember this. I mean, you know, I'm not condoning this either, but I must have been about oh, 12. And my cousin used to live, you know, a 15 minute bike ride away. And I remember I used to go over there and she used to get a, open up a dad's drinks cabinet. And we used to put a cap full of every <laughs> single bit of boot, like everything, like, um, what's it called? The yellow stuff. Oh, that horrible yellow stuff. Oh, I know uh, what you mean. I've avocar. never tried that. Avocar. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. We'd have a, a cap full of avocar, cap full of brandy, a cap full of... I mean, I'm not condoning this, by the way. I'm just, I'm just oh, well, admitting something now. But we all now. did it, didn't we, when we yeah. were teenagers? I mean, you know. Yeah. And then um, and then I'd go back on my bike. <laughs> and like that, when I look back, it was like three main roads... A massive hill, and I'd just be, after that, I mean, I must have been a little bit sozzled. I'd go back on my bike. I mean, not every day, but I do remember a couple of occasions. So, you know, I'm quite grateful that, uh, yeah, I've, uh, I know where Pollyanna is most of the time, I have to say. Yeah, it's different now, isn't it? It's really tricky. The world has changed, and we're all so frightened as well. I mean, Ava's nine, mm. but she never goes anywhere it like that. I wouldn't let her bike somewhere on her own. Or with a friend, not any, not now. No, I just couldn't. I'm terrible. I don't let her out my sight. Really, I find I find that quite difficult. But I think you know, there's something really sad about that. And I know that people oh, might absolutely. say to me, yeah, and people might say, yeah, you live in the middle of nowhere, and it's really nice. Well, actually, it, it things happen anywhere, don't they? Whether you live in a city or a countryside or whatever. Um, I, but I think we've been frightened. I think we've been made to feel frightened in a way. But and I, but I don't know the stats, so I don't know how much different it is, you know, to when we were younger. Maybe we didn't hear about it. I don't know. I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get sort of involved in any sort of discussion really about that because I don't know the facts. But what I do know is that, you know, I learned to be independent and I was pretty savvy. You know, I was always told, you know, you've got to be careful, you mustn't go in this area, mustn't, you know don't ever be on your own make sure you go straight to your cousin's house or whatever it was and you know there's a lot to be said for it I, it's very tricky when you get to sort of like 12 13 you know Pollyanna she does want to trot down to the shops on her own with her friends and you know you do have to let I, I let her of course I do you know and they're in a group uh they always come back after a couple of hours uh, but it is a mindset because I do remember the first time I was like <gasps> 
But I thought, hold on, that's what I did a lot, you know, because it's that those first few years of independence that, you know, they need and they crave for it as well. They really do have that, that, that urge to, you know, be responsible for themselves. Um, uh, and, you know, it's an important thing for an important sort of mindset for, for life in general, you know, and they're sort of later on in their teens. So, you know, there's, it's give and take, isn't it? And there's a balance, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And you do, you can't be somebody as a parent, I think that, that doesn't let them live or learn or flourish as you're holding them back, which isn't fair to them either, you know, especially, especially as we had all those opportunities to just be so free and have that freedom, which was so important. And, And that sense of freedom is, is important. I think, well, more than ever, uh, you know, because they have, you know, in the last few years, they've grown up where they've been confined and they've been, you know, told you can't do this, you can't do that, you have to do this, you have to go by these rules, you know, completely unnatural, completely, you know, against the grain for what a young person wants to be and do. Um, you know, you want to feel that you're free and you want to feel like you can explore and learn. And I think they've been really sort of like, it, it, they've come down hard on these kids for whatever reasons and whatever you believe. Um, I think way too hard. Um, so I'm all for, you know, them experience those those things once more. I was actually, I was really sad, actually. They were doing this interview. I'm sure it was in the Midlands. Was it in, was it in Nottingham? And they were saying how everything's so quiet, you know, because of the economy, uh, nightlife, um, hospitality, how uh, a, a lot of people can't afford to stay out much lot you know for, for sort of into the early hours like the local the guy at the local kebab shop was saying you know there's no kids here he said look it's midnight all the kids you know they can't afford to come out you know they're not all cruising around the streets doing what they should be doing you know dropping their kebabs and their chips on the floor um it's all kind of gone i thought gosh you know that is a, an essential uh, crucial part of your of your youth um, and, um, you know, I, I think, I think there's lots of things that are happening now and only now because of the economy, et cetera, that, um, that are taking a lot of people's freedom and sense of, and their spirit away. So we've got to be really careful. Um, we really have. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely. Partying's the mm. way forward all the time <laughs> for everybody, yeah. for yeah. everybody. We're working with Kuka throughout this series. Kuka taps are a brilliant addition to any family home. Their Flex, Fusion and Nordic taps look great in any kitchen and are safe to use with little ones running around. Having a Kuka tap in your kitchen gives you quick and easy access to boiling water. Plus, they're kind to the environment, not only using the exact amount of water needed. Oh, sorry. Plus, they're kind to the environment, only using the exact amount of water needed every time. Kuka taps use less energy than boiling and reboiling the kettle every time hot water is needed. The whole tank is heated by using just 10 watts of electricity. Wow. Well, the Kuka tap reduces water and power waste and saves busy mums like us time when making our morning cup of coffee and cooking the kids tea. To learn more about Kuka, visit their website, kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. I've got to talk about my latest crush. We obviously do talk about the fact that I have quite a few crushes 
Um, but this week, my God, I think I'm in love so much so. Um, and not just because of the way he looks, but also because of his determination and grit. Did you see Adam Peaty win Who's the 50 metres stroke paddle? Jenny Oh, Peck. sorry. Jenny sorry. Peg, Jenny Powell. Sorry. Jenny Peg. We're married, by the way, everyone. Freudian oh, yeah. slip. Jenny and Kelly Peg. Peg Powell. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Pal. Oh, that's got a lovely yeah. ring to it. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I might take. Um, you don't know. He's an Olympic swimmer from Derbyshire. Is he? Oh, sorry. Have you not, oh, Derbyshire. Have you not seen him at the Commonwealth. Oh. Have you not seen him at the Commonwealth Games? And he was on Strictly Dan- Come Dancing. He was one of the contestants. Oh, was I'm so sorry. That is so ignorant of me. But I just don't. Uh, I haven't watched the TV. He's a world champion, Jen. Oh, what? sorry. Sorry, everyone. Oh, right. So you've got you've got the hots for him. Oh, I'll have to look now, won't I? Yeah. So last night in the Commonwealth Games, he won, yeah, go on Instagram and have a look. He won um, the breaststroke 50 metres title. He got gold and literally he's got every medal under the sun now. He's incredible. Mm. Um, But earlier in the week, he didn't do so well. He'd had a really bad night's sleep. And when he was interviewed by Sharon Davis, I'm a bit obsessed with the Commonwealth Games. So I'm quite sporty and I love it all. But he said to her when he didn't do very well, oh, I don't care. Not bothered, I don't care. And everybody got a bit on him about it. So he had to apologise because he's a bit, you know, with that thing of where guys are very... um, talented they're a little arrogant aren't they as well and Mm. and he's a little like that but in a uh, because he's so successful I think he's got that kind of real sportsman grit where he never gives in you know Mm -hmm. so I think that arrogance is quite sexy but Mm -hmm. yeah last night he won he's just amazing oh Oh, well I know who he is now I feel terrible (laughs) I used to love watching the athletics actually I know my mum's grit but I'll tell you what I just haven't uh I haven't had a moment to sit down and watch it. And I like to sort of bed in with that and sort of follow a story like the Adam Peter story. But um, you made me feel really guilty now, but I will. Are we doing well? Um, We are. Yeah, we're doing really, really well. I've got to say in all of them, really. The running, the swimming, everything. Yeah. See, I watch the football, obviously, because of Pollyanna playing football. I mean, come on. Yeah, the lionesses. That was amazing. It's, uh, it's all in the stars, isn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was incredible. Uh, and I, I'm sure everyone's sort of sick of hearing about it, but we mustn't forget it's a major time in history, never mind in sport, um, you know. And uh, wow, just to see the faces, because we had a sleepover that night as well, but to, just to see the girls, there were three or four girls at the house and uh, and Reggie, even Reggie's eyes lit up. <laughs> But, um, you know, what an inspiration. Um, and, and I know for a fact that all the football clubs now are being inundated with, um, you know, young girls wanting to sign up. Um, and it's just an incredible um, achievement um, by those women. Um, and I do hope that, you know, they get more funding and obviously the huge amount of respect they deserve. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's mad to think that, you know, it didn't exist and we weren't allowed to play at, at one point. And that's still in the world in some countries, women aren't allowed to play sport. I could absolutely Ludicrous. burst with anger when I even think about that. You know, this, what they created on Sunday night, we have to keep banging that drum. Don't let it yeah. go quiet. That's really, really important because mm. sometimes the buzz goes and we forget. And then, mm. you know, it's not moved enough because there's just so much they can do with this now and roll it out, you know, mm. um, in grassroots as well and in, in schools, everything. Um, because, yeah, it's an amazing platform to be on. 
And it's just, it's incredible, isn't it, how we have to fight for everything? Just bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah, feels like we're fighting for absolutely everything at the moment. And it's interesting, like Pollyanna goes to an all-girls school and I remember going into um, parents' evening and saying to the uh, sports head of the sports department, yeah, why isn't there a football team? You know, and she was sort of like, oh. That was after I said, you got to have yoga. She must have hated me. And I said, you should have a, a football <laughs> at the school. You know, I said, Pollyanna plays. And, you know, some of them were actually doing their own thing and playing football and, you know, setting their own little thing up at break time and lunchtime anyway. So I'll be interested, actually, Kelly, to, to know if how many sort of schools, including all girls schools, um, maybe start to, to think about making it part of, you know, the sports sporting curriculum. It'd be a really yeah. good thing to do. And stop separating them all. You know, this mm. thing of um, boys can't play hockey or netball and girls can't play football and putting us all into these brackets all the time. Just stop doing that and let everybody have a go at everything. You know, God, I don't know about you, but when I was at school, PE was crap. I mean, I was really sporty, um, but I had the most horrendous PE teachers at secondary school. They really were horrid. If I ever saw them, I'd go up to them and tell them to their face. And because of that, they kind of, it held people back. You know, um, when you're a teenager and you're going through puberty and liking boys and liking girls and all this stuff and you're a bit embarrassed of your body and you know you're all different shapes and sizes that shouldn't come into any of it when it comes to sport sport should be fun it should be about team you know it should be about connecting about about the whole sort of thing of of coming together and winning losing and learning all of that mm. um but often it's not and I think it stops young people from getting involved in it and that's re- a real shame you know these teachers they have a responsibility as well mm. they really do I mean also from just I mean I'm looking back at the week that followed the lioness's victory and I think it's affected us all I mean you're gonna think this is funny but you know it gave me a bit of fire in my belly and it was bizarre because mm. the next day I went to yoga um came out of yoga went into a um like corner shop to get you know a bit of water and I saw these two guys and I thought they look dodgy and uh I was standing there and this lad came in and his mate stood outside and basically they tried to they tried to steal some some drinks right and it was really interesting because there was a builder behind me and I said listen I'm going after him I said and can you back me up and he went okay but he let me do it. And I ran after these guys and I got the drinks back. But Did it was you? so funny. Yeah, yeah. Him. But I think it was the whole Lionesses thing because I shouldn't have really, you know, because you don't know no, what you, Yeah. But I did be it because I was so empowered by the Lionesses. But it was really funny because this bloke was just standing behind me. He went, oh, well done. You're my hero. And I turned around and thought, wow, things are really changing this week, aren't they? <laughs> and then... And then the next day, I was in the car with mum and I had quite a long journey and I had to check my car. And then on my computer on my car, it comes up, your tyres, the air pressure's change. You know, it's all, you need to do your air pressure and your tyres. Never done that before. Why keep a dog and bark yourself? I always get Martin to do it. That's a man's job. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm the same. Oh no, after the lionesses, I was like, it's fine. I'm going to do it. After I'm doing this, got out of my car, all the lorry drivers are looking at me thinking, why isn't she asking me to help? Oh, no. I said, I'm doing this myself. So that's two things that they empowered me to do in the past week. So That's brilliant. Yeah, the lionesses. Yeah, yeah. empowering. 
I'm still not putting the bins out though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a blue job. And that's staying a blue job. Oh. We can uh, we can make exceptions. We're allowed to. But you know, we'll just make it work for us. So yeah, it's been quite an interesting week in that respect. I know yeah. you've been working very hard and you've got the kids, of course. Um mm. and I did a whole thing about juggling, and I know it feels like that for you. Yeah, yeah, it has a bit. Do you know what, though? On a positive note, I've been so lucky this week because so many of my f- bosses are female and have been so wonderful. Um, my PT's female, um, my friends as well, and I've been getting messages every day saying, you're a warrior, you're a rock star, you're a this, from all of them, because they all know that I'm beating myself up and I haven't done anything like that. I haven't done a seven day in a long time. Um, and literally, and my bosses couldn't have been more wonderful. Our lovely producer, um, Megan, you know, was messaging even tonight. She said, if you want a nap before the podcast, let me know and I'll set me alarm and I'll wake you up. I feel like, I've, you know, you, I've always got you to come to that I feel I've just got this network and, and everyone's just been yeah. carrying me through. And that has been really lovely because it can feel a bit lonely mm. sometimes, can't it, when you feel like you're mm. juggling and you're moaning about it and you don't want to be negative and, and do all of that. Mm. But then when you've got everyone going, look at you, look at you, look at you, you're doing this, you're amazing, keep going, then that's really nice. So actually I'm very, very lucky. Yeah, and you've got to, you know, step outside the box and look at what you are doing and how well you're doing it as opposed to the other side, which is, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I can't be doing any of this right because 95% my house looks like it's been burgled. Well, who cares? It's a house. It's a mess. So what? Who cares? Does anyone really care? You might make yourself care, but does it really matter? No. And you know what? Everyone's going to mess it up again anyway, especially in the holidays. I mean... I mean, I don't know. I've got sawdust everywhere, hamster poo. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I've got a dog. I'm surprised we've still got a hamster because I have got a dog. Um, yeah. Uh, and I've just, uh, what I have started to do is is make sure that everyone contributes and does, well, I say everyone because Connie's not here at the moment, but Pollyanna, you know, I'm getting her to do chores because I have also realised that, you know, I, I don't really get to do much. So, um and it's not her fault, it's mine. Uh, so, you know, little things, empty this washing machine, put the stuff out for me, empty the dishwasher, hoover up. She hoovered up for me today a bit. Um, and it's good for them, um, you know, and, and it's good for you. So I, I, I don't think you should punish yourself, Kelly. You're always Aww. doing that. I know, I am, and, and shouldn't. I shouldn't do it. Because you know what? I said yes to all these things because I want to do them. And and for me, you know, it's part of my journey at the moment of finding me again and, and doing being back, doing what I love, the podcast and being on the radio. And that's so important to me. Um, I think the kids, like, they wind me up. And, you know, they went to Chris's parents. They're absolutely... They were a nightmare, crying on FaceTime and everything. Came home last night. They just walked past me, straight out into the garden on the trampoline. I thought, you little shits. Not even a, you know, I thought, but you did that to me. And I think everybody, because I'm quite vocal and I will talk about how I feel, (laughs) everyone's picked up on that. So that's why I keep getting WhatsApps and texts going, you know, smashing it, you're smashing it. Keep going. My PT is just amazing. A bit like you after the Lionesses on Sunday, I went in, to the gym on Monday night and trained with her. And I don't normally train at night. I'm not a nighttime trainer. I'm on the sofa at night. I like to get up in the morning and get my gym session done. And 
I thought, no, I'm going in there and I'm going to lift and I'm going to do this session. I'm going to smash it out the park. And she sent me the the most wonderful message the next day. And it it brought me to tears because we've just built this lovely relationship and we're on this journey together. But she is just a force for me. And and when I came out of that gym, I thought, well, I could take on bloody Mike Tyson right now. Come on. (laughs) You know, I feel a different person, um, which Mm. is why exercise is so important, isn't it? You know. Oh, so important. I mean, there are times where you are deadbeat and you probably shouldn't do anything because you might hurt yourself. But, you know, most times if you just like push yourself that little bit and make yourself go, blimey, do you come back rejuvenated and regenerated, you know, and that's what it's all about. Um, or if you can't manage that, just to walk, you know. Yeah. Um, you could run around after the lambs that you've just adopted involuntarily. <laughs> Oh God, they've gone, I think. I think Chris has found the gap and yeah, I couldn't believe it. The kids come running in. We've got we've got lambs in the garden, Mum. They've come through a hole in the back field. The, there's a big field that backs onto our garden. It's full of them. And then my friend's messaging me going, I think I know who the farmer is. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Like, and of course we went out to try and sort them out and they were just running around like wild, you know, frightened to death, poor things. Bloody hell. Is he a fit farmer? Just say, I've got to watch it with you. Oh, no, he's not my time. And he's married to one of the mums at the school. Yeah. All right. Okay. Moving on. (laughs) There are no no dads at the kids' schools that that I know. It's a shame. There's no no eye candy. (laughs) Oh, it's so bad. No, it's funny. We know you don't mean it. Probably. Oh, well, I like a good gawp. Yeah, gawping's fine. Gawping's a great word as well. Well, you start. I'm not sure how you spell week. it. I know. I did, yeah. I still got to look up how to spell it. I um, think it's G-A-W-P, isn't it, gawp? Like that. I'm sure well, it is. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't, I'm that tired. I can't be bothered to look it up, to be fair, Kelly. So I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Kelly, the thesaurus peg. Easy for me to say. Um, but um, I've got to tell you, I've got... Um, our weekly heroine. I think we should do that, actually. My weekly Ooh. heroine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's called um, Melissa. And uh, Melissa is a friend of mine. Um, and she she's just incredible. And I always take it for granted. Melissa Deberry and she, or Deberry, she's got six kids, right? Wow. 14, 12, 10, 8. Six and two years old. Oh my right? god! She works. She works. None of them are out of school yet, so none of them really are there to sort of look after the kids. And I said to her this week, I went, "Oh my god, I've just realised you're working, and you've got fourteen, twelve, ten, eight, six, and two year old. How are you doing that then? How do you do the holidays? We need to know. Us hot mess mums need to know how you cope through the holidays." And I said, "I know you haven't got any time." But how do you do it? <laughs> and she was so sweet because she sent me her sort of her tips for surviving the summer holidays. And this is bearing in mind she has six children, six children, right? None of them are older than 14. And she said to me, first of all, because I said, how do you feed them? And her husband is Iranian. So she said it's a godsend because um, he does like big pots of rice, like big rice dishes. You know, because that's, I could, can you imagine cooking for six kids? No. Well, there's only two right. in my house and so everyone has different meals and that's bad enough. So. Well, well, you don't there, and you get, he does so these great sort of like big rice dishes, uh, which I think is actually a good idea anyway. Yeah. 
I thought, oh, yeah, I should just mix up the rice. She had rice and chicken, rice and prawns. <laughs> Could last all week in the holidays. Um, she said they do park days and picnics. Lots of that. So they do a big picnic in the park. She has to get sausage rolls and then big bottles of cordial. Uh, and that that will suffice. Um, and she said, you know, also she has in days and out days. And on the in days, uh, they do like PJs and films. I mean, that just, you know, it's starting to, it's quite Walton-esque now, isn't it? It's a bit like the Waltons. But I can just oh, visualise yeah. that. They've all got their matching pyjamas on or not or probably no clothes on, some of them, um, watching films, which I think she said they do that on a rainy day. But this I love, and this might help some people, I don't know, but she said she lives on a great street and um, they all get together during the holidays and they have outdoor movie nights. Oh, wow. And they've got, a couple of them have got projectors, so they do that. Um, and then they, they club together and they hire a bouncy castle. That's lovely. Isn't it? Yeah. I just think really that's fantastic. Nice. And then also she said, and we've got one of these in uh, where I live. Um, it's called The Works. I don't know if you've got that. It sort of does all stationery and arts and crafts, yes. but really cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So pre-summer holiday, she just goes and gets a shed load of stuff from The Works, like glue, paint, pens, all arts and craft stuff. Um, and then they have their arts and craft days because she's, she's been to the works and got, you know, a really good deal on sort of those sort of things that I was talking about. Um, and then another great one, Groupon and Woucher. And she says she goes on there and she looks for all these discounted trips, you know, that you could do, um, like mm-hmm. local ones to her. Uh, and then she put, lastly, for all the hot mess mums, um, wine and non-judgmental friends. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and I mean she had the time to tell me that and it was yeah. tea time when I asked her I thought I'm so out of order she'll be <laughs> cooking now but to come up with that little list for me Melissa you're a saint but I think really good tips there um yeah. doesn't matter if you've got six or four or two but really lovely ideas I love that thing as well about I've got some great people who live on our street you know, you all club together and do stuff. Yeah. And you need friends when you've got kids, no matter how many, two or six or whatever. If you've got that one good friend that lives near you that can help you out, um, you know, or a couple, it's lovely, isn't mm. it? And it's, you know, depending on your family situation, sometimes friends are like family. I certainly mm. find that, you know, mine's Ruthie. She's taking the kids to summer camp this week, drop, picking them up and dropping them off for me. I'd be lost without her. If I needed to have mm. them, she's there straight away, you know. Um, and I think it's it's important, isn't it, to have like a good community around you when you're a mum. You need it. Totally. Um, and, you know, I think um, I think when I look at people who during sort of the holidays, because I, I found this like really busy uh, and, yeah, you feel like you want to occupy everyone all the time. I know we go on and on about this, but um, actually when you think about it, stuff works out and you know notices the least the kids and yeah it's that's so a true. fact yeah that is a fact I'm telling and you I, and i know that you say like obviously we are talking about a lot but i think it's what's on everyone's mind right now and it and people are living it and but you're right the kids they don't you know and all this when they're like i'm bored well and like you said earlier there's no such thing but you know what those moments where we're like actually we can't entertain you right now i can't take you out today I can't do this. They go off and they get creative because they have to get Mm. creative. And it's actually good for them, isn't it? You know, and we'll all survive. And in September, 
I'm just going to have a party day. <laughs> and then we'll all get really depressed and say, oh, where's we the goal? We missed the fact that God back to school. Yeah, no. you can't win, can you? <laughs> I hope you're going to put your feet up. Yeah, and I hope you're going to put your feet up, not feel bad. Yeah. Uh, think about you first and the kids will follow. Thank you. As always, great advice. Thanks to Kuka for sponsoring this episode. Their taps are great for saving energy as well as time whilst keeping little ones away from boiling water. Stay tuned. Towards the end of the series, we'll be giving away one of these amazing time-saving taps to one lucky mum. For more information, visit kuka.co.uk, spelled Q-U-O-O-K-E-R.